Welcome to the Inspirational Australians podcast, where we chat to people making a difference in their communities and in the lives of others. And here is your host for today, Josh Griffin. Thank you, Annette, and uh, very excited to be recording my first uh, Inspirational Australians podcast for 2022. Little, not really a fun fact, but uh, I've been, I haven't left the house in 2022 as yet. Uh, our family unfortunately got struck down with COVID and uh, just it just spread through our family one by one. And so we've all just kind of uh, got it a few days apart. So we're just keeping it home. So I'm actually extremely excited to be speaking with this week's guest, Bronwyn Blake, for this episode and uh, this weekly dose of inspiration because it's breaking up the monotony for me a little bit. So without too much further ado, I want to introduce Bronwyn straight away. And uh, I'm really excited, as I said, to talk with Bronwyn because it's it's a topic that I don't know a lot about, but I'm, I am very interested to find out. So I'll, I'll uh, quickly uh, introduce Bronwyn before I, I get you to say hello. Bronwyn is co-owner of Vass Valley Hemp Farm. Now, some people may be familiar with hemp and uh, and what it's used for. I'm aware of it but not uh, without knowing too much about it but uh i'm really excited to hear more um from you bronwyn and i want to go introduce you straight away how are you doing this morning i'm fantastic thanks josh so bronwyn can you tell us before we get into your business how it started and and tell us more about hemp and, and all of the stuff that's involved i want to find out you know how you kind of came across us in the awards so you were nominated in the Western Australian Community Achievement Awards last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell us a little bit about that, and then we'll, I want to find out about your business, uh, Vass Valley Hemp Farm. Okay. Uh, we were nominated last year uh, by an anonymous community member for both the Business Innovation Award and the Regional, I think the Economic Development Award. We, um, we didn't feel like we were quite strong enough in that second category, but we certainly felt that we had a good shot at the um, Business Innovation Award due to a new product range that we were in the process of launching. And I will tell you about that a little bit down the track. Uh, we found the awards process very um very streamlined and the actual awards night, really gratifying. We had a fantastic time, met some wonderful people and um, and absolutely thrilled to win the category we were in for business innovation. Yes. So for those uh, following along at home, Prime Super Business Innovation Award is an exciting one for us as well because we've partnered with Prime Super for 10 years now as a award sponsor and partner of the Community Achievement Awards. And the Business Innovation Award is a bit of a new direction for them. Um, traditionally, they've been an industry fund around agriculture and they're moving into some other areas and expanding and uh, working with a lot of businesses and SMEs and business innovation, something they're really passionate about. And so you're almost the perfect inaugural winner of the Business Innovation Award because it was previously something a bit different. They tweaked their category because you're from an agricultural world. Well, you're in the agricultural industry and, mm. as you said, super innovative. And so, yeah, it was a really fitting award win. Everyone in the hemp industry has to be innovative because well, the industry is so new and there, there's so many end products that can be created from hemp. So, and, and we don't have the processing facilities here to create them. So everyone in the industry is innovating to try yeah. and get the industry off the ground. Well, that's a good segue into talking about hemp. So... You know, I noticed that your business started in 2017, so it hasn't been around for that long. 
And interestingly, from what I've read, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong here, but uh, it was started on that year because of some new legislation, some new laws. Is that right? That's right. We actually started growing hemp back in 2015. I'll I'll start from the very beginning. Chris and I, so Chris is my husband and he's yep. the co-owner of Vass Valley. Chris and I bought a farm. We, uh, It wasn't part of our plan. It just kind of happened. And then we thought, right, well, let's let's try and make a living off this patch of land. We weren't quite sure what to do. It was a small, small acreage, so 59 acres, which from my experience and my background in agriculture is um, not really enough acreage to do anything significant with unless you value add. So there was no point growing potatoes. We're, we're in spud and dairy country where we're at. No point growing potatoes because you just can't compete with the big boys who have been doing it yeah. for generations. So we needed something niche, something different, something we could value add to. And that had a bit of flexibility and something we were passionate about. That's probably the most important thing. And hemp ticked all of those boxes. No one really was doing it. Um, we're one of the first license holders in Western Australia. I think there were one or two other license holders at that time. And um, so we started growing. We grew our first crop in the summer of, I think it was 2014-15. Um, we've just, we're just about to harvest our seventh crop in the next month. Wow. That's quite cool. Yeah, and then Vass Valley was established in 2017, as you mentioned, and that is the year that the federal government legislated and allowed hemp seed uh, as a a food in the country. So hemp seed's been um, legal for human consumption in most countries in the world for quite some time. Uh, Australia and New Zealand a bit behind, and it was finally brought in in 2017. So I'm going to ask the super basic questions. Hemp is a plant, right? It sure is. Yep. And, you know, is it the plant that marijuana is usually made from or is that right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So hemp yeah. is cannabis. Yeah. It's a, it's cannabis sativa. There's a couple of different cannabis varieties. All of them can um, have high THC content. But hemp is different from marijuana in that it has been sp- specifically and selectively bred to have low THC. So to to give you some perspective around that, the THC content of uh, marijuana, street marijuana, is generally between 10 and 30% THC. THC content in industrial hemp is below 1%. In many countries, it legally has to be below 0.35%. In Australia, it was that level until uh, a couple of years ago when the state government increased uh, the uh, maximum level to 1%. Yep. All right. So you're growing the hemp plant and uh, in 2017, your business was established to utilise the seed. Yeah. Yeah. We, we wanted to go down the food route. Uh, we always we were always passionate about using the seed for food. We couldn't do it when we started growing hemp, but we thought that's okay. You know, we're glass half full kind of people. We yep. thought this would give us, like we, we felt that it wasn't far away because there was a lot of talk around it. So we thought this will give us a few years just to practice growing the plant and get better at, at growing and harvesting it um, and get our, our ducks in a row. But then it was um, legislated and legalised a lot sooner than we expected. So we really had to get a wriggle on 
but yeah, you can, the, the crop itself is beautiful. It smells like marijuana, you know, it's got that lovely, lovely cannabis smell. Um, and it looks exactly the same, it, but you could smoke a whole field and you wouldn't get high. <laughs> yeah. You'd probably just get a headache. Um, you could smoke it and probably get some good benefits from the terpenes and the other cannabinoids in there, but um, you certainly won't get high from it. Yep. So you mentioned something, a word that I've seen, I don't know what it is, terpenes. Ah, terpenes, yes. What is um, that? And terpenes are the aromatic compounds from plants. And I think down the track, we will probably get stuck into terpenes a lot more um, because that's one of the that's our new product range that we won the awards for. So, yep. um, yeah, Josh, I think we'll maybe we'll go with the hemp story a bit longer and then get stuck into terpenes yeah, a bit for later. Sure. So you grow the, the hemp plant. And you're using the seeds. Can you tell us where? And again, this is a super basic question for you, but uh, you know, for myself and anyone else wondering, yeah, how's it all work? Are the seeds, you know, literally, where do they are? Where are they are they on the plant? I should say. So the the plants that we grow are female. You can get male plants too, but the the crops that we select have been um, selectively bred to be mainly um, female and self pollinating. The seeds grow in the the flowering head which is the bud for those who are familiar with, um, with cannabis and, yeah. and marijuana. Um, people smoke the, um, the flower or the bud. Um, we keep growing the plant until the bud actually sets seed, make sure it's fertilised and sets seed. And then once the seeds are ripe, we, we take them off the bud and, and dry them. And then we process them into various food products. So the hemp seed that most people are familiar with is actually the heart of the seed. The hemp we call them hemp hearts yeah. to differentiate from from other seed products. They are small and white and very soft, and they're they're actually very tasty. They taste nutty. Yeah. Um, I'll just eat them off the spoon. My three year old asks for them off the spoon. That's that's how they're, they're quite. They're a little bit sweet, I suppose, but very inoffensive in flavour. And the thing I love about them being small is that because I've got two kids, I've got a, a three-year-old and a five-year-old, and we all know how fussy kids are, is that you yeah. can put them into any of their meals and they can't pick them out. <laughs> they don't actually even notice that they're eating them. And yeah. these these seeds are wonderfully high in omegas. So I, I guess that's one of the main reasons people eat hemp is for their omega profile. So 90, I think the, the seeds are, themselves are about 30% oil, 30% fats, 90% of these fats are polyunsaturated fatty acids, which are the good fats, the ones we want. I think there's only about 5% saturated fat in hemp seed. So like flax and chia, people eat hemp seed for their omega profiles. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, as you said, that's a, a, an amazing parenting hack. When you get little bits of uh, nutrients and, and vitamins and, uh, and the good stuff that you need uh, in your kids' food, it's amazing. Like, uh, yeah, one thing we do at home is we have very similar kids uh, in terms of ages, three and four for us, is, uh, you know, you make a bolognese and you just, we grate up carrot and zucchini and whatever else we can to get it in the sauce because mm. uh, if we put those things big, they're probably not going to eat them. No, no, um, they're shocking, so aren't great, they? Yeah, it's a great <laughs> tip. And, uh, yeah, I was looking through your product range earlier and there is a lot of really wide range of things. And so, yeah, that's cool to know that that's got that nutty kind of flavour because, uh would help me to think of what I could cook with it. What are some of your favourite uses or of the products that you have? 
Well, they're also different than they've got such different uses. Uh, we like the hemp hearts, for example, I, I have them in my muesli every day. I also put them in um, every smoothie I make has, make has hemp hearts going into it. Um, I even have sprinkled them on my kids' ice cream and called it snow sprinkles. Uh, but I, I try and get them in just about everything. Uh, you can use them in baking. Um, and for example, with protein balls, you can roll them in hemp hearts instead of coconut. They're very, very versatile. Some people even make milk out of the hemp hearts, uh, like a, a nut milk. Uh, yeah, wow. And the, the, we also have a protein powder that contains about 50% protein. Protein's another asset of the hemp seed. Hemp seed, it's called, uh, people have likened it, or sort of, they've called it a tiny nutrition, a tiny nutritional powerhouse yeah. because it's, it's not only rich in those omegas, and I, I want to talk a little bit more about those omegas soon. It's rich in protein. So uh, one seed contains about 30% protein. And when you reprocess it, like you remove the husk and some of the oil um, and you get this protein isolate, that can be up to 50% protein. And this protein, it's not just, you know, you're not just getting a good quantity of protein, but the quality is far superior to a lot of other sources on the market. So you've got all the essential amino acids in there that our bodies require. Um, not many plant-based proteins have all the essential amino acids. It's also highly digestible protein. So the protein you're eating in the hemp seed is more likely to actually be able to be used by your body than a lot of, a lot of other protein sources. Yeah. Um, and the beauty about hemp protein or, and other plant proteins is the fats that they do contain are unsaturated. They're generally unsaturated fats, um, whereas meat is mainly saturated fats. And they contain fiber. So I think there's about 20% fiber in a, in a protein, hemp protein isolate. So you're getting more of a – like if, you, if you're into – your proteins, protein supplements, you're getting a more balanced source of nutrition when you have plant-based proteins and hemp protein in particular than if you're having your whey proteins and, and yep. your traditional protein sources. Yeah, sure. And so is that particularly popular with people on a plant-based diet because they yeah. can really get that protein from yeah, a plant-based source? Absolutely. Particularly the, the vegan market we find yeah. um, are quite into their hemp. Uh, and your gym junkies as well, and yeah. your fitness conscious people yeah. uh, really get into the, the hemp protein. And I recommend the hearts as well. The hearts are 35% protein, which is pretty high, and they contain, they're full fat, so they contain all those omegas too. And the omegas and the protein, they're absolutely vital for a normal functioning body. Your body cannot grow and repair and maintain itself without these, um, these essential nutrients. So I'm a big Survivor fan. And uh, I'm not sure if you watched it, but in the last season in the Australian Survivor, there was a guy named Emmett who called himself the plant-based Superman. And uh, I'm sure he would have been on the uh, the hemp protein powder for sure. If he but, wasn't, yeah. he was missing out. Exactly. <laughs> would you like me to talk about the rest of our product range? Yeah. So the, what I was going to ask you is you've uh, a very good insight there. I want to know about some other products, what you love to use them for. And also you mentioned some of the you know the health benefits. And uh, there was one that I was sneakily very, very interested in, which was um, improved sleep. So mm. they're kind of the, the questions I want to ask. So, yeah, let us know about some of your other favourite products. Okay. So we've got, we've got our raw range, which I've, I've mentioned the hearts, I've mentioned the protein, and we also do a hemp seed oil. A lot of people take that uh, therapeutically. 
um, for general wellness. It's, it's an anti, natural anti-inflammatory. And I'll go into the mechanisms behind that a bit later. But we also have, and this is, this is more unique to Bass Valley, is our roasted range. One of the reasons why we won the Innovation Award was for our roasted hemp seed crumble. That's the first product we brought to the market. The problem in Western Australia when hemp food was legalised was that there were no hemp seed processing facilities. So a lot of people wanted to do hemp foods but couldn't because the facilities to make your traditional hearts, protein and oil weren't around and it required a massive investment to to get them um, up and running. So yeah. we sort of thought outside the square and um, just thought what we could do with the whole seed. So we found that by roasting it and then milling it, we had this beautiful, it completely changed the flavour profile and the aromatics of the seed and it became more like a hazelnutty, toasty flavour, really dark and crunchy, amazing texture uh, not everyone's cup of tea. Not everyone likes the crunch, but um, a lot of people do. So it became a whole new product. And that was the first product we brought to market. And it allowed us to have a, a saleable hemp, WA grown and processed hemp food. For that reason, we became the first WA um, business to get a hemp food to market. And we we weren't quite ready with our product at that stage. We didn't launch that product until... 2018, end of 2018, which was a year after hemp seed was legalized. So to, to get something to market while, while we worked on our own range, um, we collaborated with a local brewery. We really wanted to do beer because why wouldn't yeah. you, honestly? Um, <laughs> so we collaborated. I mean, that makes sense to me. Yeah, oh, so much sense. So much sense. So we um, there was a, a new brewery starting off up the road called Rocky Ridge Brewing Co. Have you heard of them? Ashamedly, I haven't. One thing I didn't mention at the top here is for anyone who doesn't know, Bass Valley is, correct me if I'm wrong, please, Bronwyn, it's down the bottom of Margaret River region. Is that right? It's north of Margaret River, but yeah, north you're right. It's, it's in that okay. area. Uh, it's sort of between, it's between Vass and Kawaramup yeah. in the farming precinct in there. So we knew of this business that was just starting off up the road and they were literally at the same point of business, maybe a little bit further ahead than us. And we approached them and asked if they wanted to do a hemp beer. Mm. And they said yes. <laughs> so we gave them some of our roasted hemp seed crumble and they did some experiments and we went ahead with it. We called it Dr. Weedy's Brown Ale. I was going to say it was a darker beer. So yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of has to be with those um, flavour profiles. So Dr. Weedy's was launched on the 17th of November, no, 12th of November 2017. That is the day that hemp seed was legalized. Wow. <laughs> in Australia. So the timing was impeccable. That lined up with a beer festival in Fremantle. Um, so that was a big launch and a lot of fun. And that was a great way. We got a lot of media attention for that. It was a great way of launching both of our businesses and yeah. launching hemp, like introducing yeah. hemp to the world. And what better way to do it through beer? I mean, it kind of um, overrode the health benefits <laughs> but it was a good way to get the concept of hemp out there yeah that's amazing timing and uh the innovation yeah i can see why you were the award winner because it's uh yeah very cool thinking outside the square for sure yeah yeah it was, it was a very good experience and we we got a lot of that really kicked off our social media profiles got us a lot of followers and it was a, a great way to launch our business um in hindsight i would have done a lot differently but we really didn't have the skills that and the knowledge and the and the assets at that time to yeah. 
capitalize on that exposure, but it, it, it was a good way to, to launch a small, inexperienced startup. So you mentioned your social media. Can you just let people know if they're wondering right now uh, where to, to find you and connect with you? Yeah, thanks for that, Josh. Um, we're on Facebook and Instagram. Our handle is Vast Valley, V-A-S-S-E-V-A-L-L-E-Y. Hi, listeners. I'm just going to take a moment to interrupt and uh, talk about our membership program. But how interesting and informative is this chat with Bronwyn? I'm really riveted and uh, want to know more. So uh, we'll be back to hearing that shortly. Now, our membership program, all membership payments go towards prize grants to assist our award winners to make a real difference through their community work. And at only $50 a year, which is something like 14 cents a day, the benefits are huge. We offer so many benefits to our members, which you can check out at www.awardsaustralia.com forward slash shop. But one of the fun benefits is a shout out on our podcast. And this week, we've got just one new member who's joined us over the New Year's break. And we'd like to thank Kate Roberts for joining us and look forward to giving Kate value for her membership over this coming year. Now, to get back to our chat with Bronwyn and Josh. Lovely. Sorry, what were you saying? Oh, the, so we've got a couple of other products in our range um, that we've won. We've won an award for our Dukkha. So this is the roasted range that um, yep. the, the hemp seed crumble was the, the first product. And then we followed that up with a roasted hemp seed Dukkha. That's won a silver at the Sydney Fine Food Awards and a bronze at the Perth Food Awards. And this was the first, yeah, we were the first business in Australia to win awards for hemp-inspired foods. Wow, that's cool. So that was back in 2019, I think. And then we've recently launched a salad sprinkle featuring both the hemp seed crumble and hemp hearts and native pepperberry. Uh, and that is selling like crazy. It is absolutely delicious. A real flavor bomb. That's not just amazing on salads, but on fish and chicken, on noodles. It's, yep. it's a seasoning and it's very healthy. We call it guilt-free flavor. <laughs> Lovely. Well, that's and, the thing like, uh, you know, with salads, uh, you know, especially people trying to eat a bit healthier maybe now that we've post Christmas and, uh, and New Year's breaks. And uh, sometimes salad can be a bit plain. So you do need yes. those things to, to make them a bit tastier. So that sounds fantastic. And is it a little bit crunchy because it has the um, the roasted? Yeah, a tiny bit. It's not enough in there to really notice the crunch with that one, but the flavour, people just eat it off the spoon, they tell me, straight out yeah. the packet. It's very Moorish. My three-year-old, uh, he wants spoons for, spoonfuls of it all the time, <laughs> and it's the only way I can get my boys to eat their salad. Uh, we had it on abalone the other day. That was wonderful. Uh, yeah, it's a very versatile flavor. So if you're looking for something to spice up your foods a little bit, it's not chili or anything. It's just it's just all natural flavors um, and get some extra vitamins and minerals into you, then yeah, I recommend giving it a go. We've got some recipes on our website as well. If I can direct people to our website yeah, for definitely. our full range of products, there um, there's a great little collection of recipes. Yep. I'm there now actually. So vastvalley.com.au is the website. And it's a beautiful website. It really is. It's nice. Thank it's very you. easy to use and um, lots of information on there. So for anyone who's hearing this and just wanting to dive in a bit deeper even, I, I suggest heading to the website there. So we've talked about some of the you know nutritional benefits and um, and the vitamins and the amino acids and all of that stuff. What are some of the, I guess, you know, for people like me who I know those words, but what does that translate into? 
Okay. Let's let's stick with omegas for now because this, this is really the most important aspect of hemp, but also the general population. You notice that a lot of us are, a lot of people out there aren't that well. Um, there's a lot of autoimmune diseases and, and arthritis, lots of inflammation and inflammatory yeah. problems. Um, there, a lot of this, and look, I'm not a medical doctor. This is all from my experience. I, I do have a, a PhD, so I, have, I do have a doctor title, but that's an agricultural science. I guess the point is, is that I, I know how to do my research. My experience from what I've seen from us selling mainly hemp seed, hemp hearts and our terpene range is that a lot of people are responding to hemp seed due to its omega-3 profile. And that is because a lot of people have an omega-3 deficiency. Yeah. So the benefits of taking omega-3s, people know that, that they're good for you, but I don't think they always understand why. So omega-3s are anti-inflammatory. They help with um, mood and sleep regulation. They're actually, omega-3s are scientifically proven to reduce symptoms of ADHD in children. And they are also scientifically shown to improve symptoms of anxiety and depression. They are very good for cardiovascular health and, uh, and joint health as well. Good for arthritis. Also shown to help with diabetes. And a long list of other problems as well, health ailments that I just can't, I can't remember the full range off the top of my head. The important thing to note is that a lot of people are eating quite a lot of omegas, but not in the right balance. There's omega-6 and omega-3. They're the main essential amino acids we require. A lot of people are eating way too much omega-6 and you'll find omega-6s in your vegetable oils, especially your highly processed vegetable oils. We, our bodies need omega-3 to 6 in a ratio of about, sorry, I'll, I'll do it the other way around. We need omega-6 to 3 in a ratio of about 3 to 1. Yeah. Most of us are getting that ratio like omega-6 to 3 in 16 to 1. So we're getting wow. way too much omega-6 and that is pro-inflammatory. Hemp seed. The fats and hemp seed are in the right balance. It's in that around that three to one ratio that our bodies require. So that's why a lot of people respond well to hemp seed. It just boosts their omega-3s and helps to decrease inflammation in the body and help neurological function. Think of your body as a collection of cells. That's what it is. It's a billions of tiny little cells. And each of these cells has a fatty acid membrane. And without the right fats to create that membrane, Cells cannot communicate and function properly. And that's when things in the body start to go wrong. A lot of the hormones as well, hormone regulation, a lot of hormones are synthesized from fatty acids and, um, and uh, neurons as well. So you absolutely need them for healthy bodily function. So you can see why uh, people call it a nutritional powerhouse. It's, uh, these little seeds, they sound amazing. Absolutely, so yeah. Yeah, one thing that another thing you mentioned that piqued my interest as well is uh, about you know, the vegetable oils and using them with the seed, the hemp seed oil. I noticed on your as one of your products. Can you cook? You cook with that oil as well? 
You can. It's recommended that you don't cook with it. You use it raw. It's got a low smoke point, and yeah, okay. cooking generally denatures um, some of the fatty acids. So it's it's always recommended to use it raw. You yeah. can. People do bake with it and put it into brownies and things, and I think and that's okay. But I wouldn't cook on a very hot fry pan with it. Yeah. Best off adding it after you've served your meal and then drizzling it over the top. Yeah. It actually sense. has a lovely flavor. It's lovely on pasta. Has, it just brings out all the flavors of your pasta sauce, I find. Um, yep. Lovely drizzled on bread um, with like a, a bruschetta type meal. And uh, how do Ed, we have Ed it? with that dukkha you were talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Serve it with the dukkha, of course. Yep. <laughs> lovely. Now, that sounds uh, that's amazing. And uh, it just sounds like an incredible product. And, uh, you know, how, how awesome that mm, our government yeah. has finally, you know, legalized it and uh, made made it accessible and there's companies like yours like Fast Valley that are you know again I just I'm struck by the timing that you were the foresight that you and Chris had in 2015 before it was legalized thinking we can grow it now and uh, just the the platform you set for yourself is so impressive we got lucky I think it was we're strong believers in destiny and everything pointed us towards um towards this crop and and this as our future um a series of events I I bumped into uh, we were, yeah, we were thinking about hemp. I'd seen, yeah, I'd seen someone, an article in the newspaper, a grower in Nanup, which is about an hour away from us, but he was growing hemp and, and talking about it. And I thought, gosh, I, I really need to talk to this guy. I wonder how I can get hold of him. I did my Googling and everything. I just couldn't find him. And then Chris and I were in Bustleton walking down the main street and I bumped into a very old friend who I hadn't seen for about 20 years. And uh, I was asking how he was going and where he was living. He said, I live in Nanup. I said, oh, do you know this guy? And he said, yes, I'm living on his property. And the stars aligned. He put us in touch and, and, you know, we haven't looked back since. So it was meant to happen. Yeah. Uh, And we've taken taken the bull by the horns and just just run with it. And we're now – I still work for the government a little bit because I really enjoy my job. But Chris, this this was our exit strategy for Chris to get him out of the mines. He was doing fly in, fly out. We had a baby and we needed to get him out. So this was his exit strategy. And it's very hard starting up a business. Uh, mm. It takes a long time to you know make a profit. But I'm very happy to announce that from the last few months, we are actually paying both our, of ourselves a salary now. And um, and Vast Valley is um, supporting our entire family. So that's brilliant. Um, yeah, we're doing well. That's great. And uh, you know, we haven't got Chris here, but has he been finding it switch, making that switch? Because uh, that that would be a huge change up. Obviously, one that is is probably good for family, mm. but uh, a very it's- big change. He's a very, very happy man. <laughs> He's home every day, home on his farm with his boys. And, uh, look, it's been really tough. We've had to tighten our belts. That that drop in salary, we were on two full-time salaries to a, very, a small part-time salary. You know, we've just had to make a lot of changes in our lifestyle and go without a lot of things. But we've had each other, so it, you know it's been okay. The, the sun's been shining, and and we've we've gotten through now. We've gotten through yeah. the hard part. No, it's a beautiful story because uh, you know I've, I hope it's okay to say I've heard that story not go that way. Whether it's uh, in the defence force, whether it's fly and fly out, there's those jobs that are high pressure away from family, and it doesn't always work out as it you know was planned to. And it's it's very heartwarming to hear when uh, it goes well and the family is a 
is flourishing as a result. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a five year journey, and it's it's had its ups and downs. Of lots of lots of ups and downs, but we just kept persevering, and uh, and you just got to work really, really, really hard. You know, we've we've sort of given up our social life. We're starting to socialize again now, but yeah, no social life for a few years, just head down, bum up and work extremely hard to make this this lifestyle work for us. Yeah. Now, circling back to the start a little bit, but we're on the topic. When you, you said you bought a farm uh, and, you know, it's a big change. Was it in a new area for you? Obviously, it sounds like you're down south of WA anyway, but uh, yeah, was that a move in terms of location too? Uh, I was already living in, I was living in Bunbury. But Chris was from down south and he actually grew up in this area and his best yeah. friend uh, was, is five kilometres away from our farm. So it's prime location. He was extremely excited about it. Yeah, but uh, still Bunbury is how far? That's still a little uh, distance. An hour, yeah. yeah. So yeah. probably not, not much for you guys, but uh, an hour still, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. It's nice. I don't mind the drive because that's my thinking time and my yeah. downtime. Yeah. Now, earlier you mentioned turpine, a uh, turpine. Is that, am I saying it right? Terpenes. Terpenes. Terpenes a couple of times. And uh, I'm interested to find out what that is. I, I don't know what that is. I've seen the, the term. Let us know a bit more about that. Okay. Terpenes are, uh, they're the aromatic compounds from plants. So when you're smelling lavender or eucalyptus or pine, you're smelling terpenes. Hmm. Cannabis is a particularly aromatic plant. So it's absolutely full of terpenes. Cannabis is, um, it's unique in that it has um, compounds called cannabinoids. And I think there's, I know there's over 200. I think there's a, quite a lot more different cannabinoids in cannabis. The main, one, main ones being THC and CBD, but it's also abundant with uh, or rich in terpenes. I'm not sure how many terpenes are in cannabis. Let's say about 200 as well. Both cannabinoids and terpenes are highly therapeutic um, through various mechanisms in our bodies. If you want, because I want to talk about our terpene range. That's the main reason we uh, won the innovation, the Prime Super Innovation Award. But I want people to understand the mechanism as to why terpenes work. So can I can I get a little bit technical for a while? Yeah, I think so. We've got, um, you know, one of the great things about the awards that we run is that they're not industry awards. There's different fields. And uh, in some of our awards across the various states, we actually have science and STEM committed uh, award categories and so we've had some guests over the uh the year the last year or so that we've run the podcast extremely talented and uh you know mind-blowingly uh, intelligent individuals in stem fields and uh, i actually love hearing about this kind of stuff because it's uh so interesting so please okay. go ahead brilliant because this is something that everyone needs to know it, it affects every single person in the world and it's very powerful knowledge if you want to maintain your health uh, throughout life. Um, it's, a, it's a very important step. So I, I want to talk about the endocannabinoid system. Have you ever heard of the endocannabinoid system, Josh? I don't know what we're talking about now. <laughs> okay. All right. So the endocannabinoid system, like the immune system, like the cardiovascular system, it's a system within our bodies. Yep. We've all heard of the cardiovascular system and the nervous system. Uh, and the lymphatic system, why haven't we heard about the endocannabinoid system? 
It was only actually discovered in 1994, so it's relatively new, but I don't know why it's not being taught in medical school yet. Mm. Um, well, I, have, I actually kind of do know why, but let's not go there. That's a whole other discussion. The, the important part to, right now is that you guys all become familiar with this system in our body. So the endocannabinoid system, it's like the body's master regulator of homeostasis. Homeostasis means balance. So it it keeps all of the other systems in check. It's actually very closely linked with the immune system and keeps our body in balance. There are three major aspects of the endocannabinoid system, and I, could, I, I will abbreviate it to ECS on the odd occasion, but I'm going to try and keep repeating the word so that it's ingrained in your memories. Um, there's... Um, there's receptors. So the two main receptors in the ECS are CB1 and CB2. And then there are um, endocannabinoids. And then there are enzymes that synthesize and break down the endocannabinoids. So the endocannabinoids are synthesized within our body and then they bind to the CB2 or CB1 receptors and stimulate a response, biochemical response. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna jump across right now to put this all into perspective for you. To medicinal cannabis, have yep. you ever thought why? Like, why does medicinal cannabis work for so many different health problems, like epilepsy, chronic pain, multiple sclerosis, uh, so many different like tremors, so many different health problems? Mm. Why or how can a single plant help with such a vast um, array of health? problems it's because the cannabinoids in cannabis are very similar in structure to the endocannabinoids our bodies produce yeah so if you have some cannabis and it helps with your pain or inflammation or it helps you to sleep or it helps with your autoimmune disease it's because you have a deficiency in endocannabinoids your body isn't producing the endocannabinoids it requires so that's where medicinal cannabis comes in as a supplement like if you've got a vitamin d deficiency and you have some vitamin d supplement then it's going to help you feel better sure. um, cannabis acts like a supplement when something in your endocannabinoid system is not working properly now one of the main um, the main nutrients required by your body to synthesize endocannabinoids is omega-3, so the essential fatty acid. And yeah. that's one of the fundamental reasons why when people eat hemp seed or flax or chia, they start to become healthier and notice a reduction in symptoms depending on what their condition is. If you have an omega-3 deficiency, you will benefit from eating hemp seed. But there are other reasons why we're not producing enough endocannabinoids or maybe there's a problem with your receptors or a problem with the enzymes. Um, this is a story I quite like. There's actually, like, I, don't, I don't know where it is, but there's actually an isolated population in the world. This is something I, I read on the internet that they, they, they produce too much anandamide, which is one of the endocannabinoids in our bodies. And that's the bliss endocannabinoid. It makes you happy yeah and this population sorry they don't produce too much of it but they have the enzyme that breaks it down there's a mutation that reduces the amount of enzyme that breaks it down so they have more anandamide floating around their system so this population of people are all on average happier mm. than the rest of the world do you have any friends that are always really happy um yeah i suppose so 
Mm, you think of uh, just ridiculously happy all the time. I know one person like that. Yeah, yeah, extremely optimistic. Chris is like that. He might simply, these people might just simply have more anandamide in their system than the rest of us. And, and maybe their enzyme isn't breaking it down as quickly as as it normally would be. So they're just naturally happier. Lucky them, huh? Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> so there are things that we can do to stimulate our endocannabinoid system. I want everyone after this podcast to take the time to learn about the ECS and what they can do to stimulate it. A lot of people are turning to medicinal cannabis. You don't always need to go down that route straight away. It's expensive. Uh, it requires prescription. It can cost $100 a week, you know, and a lot of people yeah. simply cannot afford that. There are things you can do without going down that expensive path. Um, one of them is terpenes. And this is where um, the development for our um, award-winning product range has come in. Um, it's taken us a while to get there. <laughs> but, yeah, what? So what? I, all of this research and my trying to figure out why medicinal cannabis was so effective learning about the endocannabinoid system and then learning how else to stimulate, stimulate it because I thought, surely it must be dietary. There must be things we can do in our lifestyle. We shouldn't have to turn to cannabis, to mm. medicinal cannabis, to be healthy. So terpenes was one of the main things that I discovered in my research journey, and that's, why, that's what's led us to develop our terpene range now. Um, terpenes, are, a lot of them are similar in structure to the cannabinoids and they can bind to the receptors in the ECS and that's how they work. There are other things that you can do in your diet. You can have um, dark chocolate is very good. Dark chocolate, um, herbs and spices. So drink organic herbal teas, uh, include spices in your cooking. Cinnamon in particular is fantastic. It's got, uh, it's rich in beta caryophyllene. That's, they call that the dietary cannabinoid. So it's a terpene, very similar, similar in structure to CBD. So cinnamon, black pepper, cloves they're your three main spices um again herbal teas put black pepper and everything your dark chocolate and terpenes if you're after a quick and easy uh, supplement in your diet try terpenes our terpene range targets four different lifestyle challenges Uh, chronic pain is one of them so that's our soothe blend chronic pain um, and inflammation mainly caused by inflammation but we've had a lot of success with this one uh, a lot of people coming back um, saying that it's it's reduced their pain from a seven to a three wow. they can function again we've got a client with ms who takes our soothe and siesta she said she can get out of bed now she can do the dishes she's got some quality of life back we've got lots of elderly pe- people coming in for the soothe as well for um to manage their arthritis and um, a lot of sports injury um, sufferers as well. So um, the Soothe is by far our best seller. There's also Siesta, which is great for sleep. Uh, it just improves your sleep quality, puts you into a deeper sleep, and you wake up feeling a lot more rested in the morning. We have Calm, which is great for stress and anxiety. The last one is Energize, which helps with concentration and gives a bit of a, a mood lift as well. Awesome. So, so what, yeah. what does it look like? So you're talking about it's a, your new product. Is it? something you eat or um, is it a a medicine? What exactly is it? We have it in a dropper bottle. So it's a sublingual application, Uh, the carrier oil being hemp seed oil, of course. Uh, And it's three to five drops under the tongue once or twice a day, depending on your needs. Our MS client, she she has a lot more than that. She'll have up to 10 drops twice a day. Um, But for for most people, three to five drops is enough. And um, yeah, just regular use is the best way to go. It just helps to activate your endocannabinoid system and get your body balanced again. The longer you take it, the better, and you'll find that your body will 
in some instances rebalance and you'll be able to even um, wean yourself off it. Yeah, so that's very interesting. I'm just having a look at your website now. I've got it up uh, in front of me. And, uh, you know, exactly as you said before, I'm aware of, uh, you know, cannabis, uh, medicinal cannabis. I have some friends with um, some, some you know, issues and have it as a prescription. And, yeah, I've heard from them directly how expensive it is. So mm. this, is a, this is a much cheaper option. Um, you're yeah. right. So, yeah. A lot of people are trying CBD. Um, are you familiar with CBD? Oil? A little bit. Yeah, also Just called hemp oil, hemp. not to be confused with hemp seed oil. So yes. hemp oil or CBD oil is um, uh, CBD, it's the, the non-psychoactive. So there's there's THC-dominant medicinal cannabis and then there's CBD-dominant medicinal cannabis. And a lot of people, CBD is all over the world now. It's not legal in Australia yet without a prescription. Mm. Well, they have changed that regulation, so you can actually buy it over the counter, but there aren't any TGA-approved products available yet. Uh, CBD yeah. is expensive. It's hard to get hold of. It can cost $200 for a small bottle, like a 30-ml uh, bottle, whereas yeah. our terpenes have a similar effect and they're only $55. So yeah. we've opened up the market to a, a lot more people. And I recommend if you think you need medicinal cannabis or CBD, try terpenes first or even just try hemp seed oil if that's all your budget can afford because the hemp seed oil will help your body synthesize those endocannabinoids. So maybe start with hemp seed oil, then go to terpenes. And if, if you need something stronger, then you look for your CBDs and your other medicinal cannabis yeah. alternatives. Uh, it's definitely been a very enlightening chat for me. I've learned a lot. And it was something I was really interested in, as I said. And uh, yeah, it's just uh, super cool that, you know, there's people like you who are able to, you know, have this as a business, but it's actually a, a really life-changing product agricultural product and i think you know before we do finish up was there any other kind of stigma or misconceptions that you wanted to mention because i think that's probably in my uh, you know removed from the situation but in my uh, kind of understanding is would be the only thing not having these products as being super mainstream and just in in widespread use by everyone yeah, there's a lot of people come up and we get all the jokes, you know, am I going to get high or am I going to – a lot of actual genuine, genuine concerns about people testing positive in drug tests. Can yeah. I drive on this? Will I um, test positive uh, at work on this? The answer is no. Hemp does not contain enough THC for you to register positive or feel any psychotic effects whatsoever. It's completely safe. Mm. Our government is extremely conservative. They would never, ever legalize anything that could jeopardize people's um, health um, or, um, yeah, make them test positive in a drug test. Our government simply does not work like that. So hemp is completely safe to eat. Um, it should be, it should form part of everybody's daily diets. I recommend a tablespoon of hemp hearts every day for overall health and well-being. Um, if you'd like to learn more, Josh, and to everyone listening, I've got some really great blogs on our website on the endocannabinoid system. Um, there's one called Target Your Endocannabinoid System and Restore Health. Sorry, yeah. that's very wordy. Um, <laughs> that is a good place to start. And then that just gives you an overview of what I've talked about, what the endocannabinoid system's about. And then there are other blogs that follow on from there. There's also a couple of blogs on terpenes. Uh, it's a very basic one uh, called What Are Terpenes? That's a good yep. place to start as well. Yeah, just do some reading, educate yourselves, because with this knowledge, you can improve your health and quality of life. For sure. And if uh, anyone is down you know, south 
um, in your area, in that Margaret uh, River area and Bunbury. I understand you've got a shop front now and you're kind of uh, coming to us from the shop front. Yeah, I'm in Origins Market. Origins, yeah, Origins Market, Market in Bustleton. It's, uh, it's just opened up in November 2021. So it's brand new. We've been going for a couple of months. It's been a game changer for Chris and I. Uh, we're getting a lot of sales here, a lot of people buying the terpenes and coming back and telling us how effective they are and, and telling all their friends as well. So we're doing really well. But it, Origins is a great place to come um, for, you know, a little day trip. It's There's a lot of great food here. You know, what I'm looking at now, I'm looking at a Mexican bar, an oyster bar, Vietnamese kitchen, um, there's jerky, there's bubble tea, there's there's arts and crafts, there's wine tasting, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, there's a little playground for the kids. There's a tavern. It's a great place to just come and and come with the family and and spend a couple of hours. That's beautiful. Well, you certainly got my attention with all those <laughs> with all those stalls. That sounds great. And uh, lastly, I just wanted to get people uh, remind people where they can connect, you know, with you either personally or uh, or through Business Bass Valley. Yeah, best way to get hold of us is just pop onto our website, Vass Valley. So Vass is V-A-S-S-E, vassvalley.com.au and use the contact us form yeah. or you can connect with us uh, through Facebook and Instagram as well. Um, but yeah, if, if you want to contact me personally, um, go through our website, please. Beautiful. Well, Bronwyn, thank you for your time today. So enlightening for me and I'm sure for, for many of the listeners to learn more about these incredible natural products um yeah thank you for your time and uh look forward to, to catching up with you and, and hearing how things are going uh, down the track thanks josh thanks so much for having me along today and thanks to awards australia for the amazing awards that that you're um, presenting to australians out there uh, the, the publicity and that the whole um process is is fantastic and uh it's nice to be recognized for all our hard work it's an absolute pleasure and it's just so rewarding for us to to have this opportunity to chat with you. You know, the awards exist purely just to promote positive stories. And uh, when we get to, to hear more about those stories in this podcast format is, uh, yeah, it's a beautiful thing for us too. So thank you. Thanks, Josh. I hope you enjoyed that interview. If you liked it or any of our other episodes, it would be great if you can rate and review the Inspirational Australians podcast. It really helps us out. If someone you know needs a little dose of inspiration, why not let them know about this podcast? And if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed so that you won't miss an episode. Join us each week as we talk with ordinary Australians achieving extraordinary things. You can always head to our website at awardsaustralia.com slash podcast for more information and details on each guest. Now, before we go, I'd like to thank Annette, our producer. Here's a fun fact. Annette is my mum. And our other host, Jeff, is my dad. This podcast is brought to you by Awards Australia, a family-owned business that proudly uncovers the stories of people who make a difference for others. We can only do this with the support of our corporate and not-for-profit partners as they make our awards programs possible. So do you know someone making a difference? If you'd like to recommend someone to be a guest on the podcast, get in touch through our Instagram page, inspirational.australians. Or maybe your business might like to sponsor the podcast or get involved with the awards we run. Head to our website, awardsaustralia.com for more details. Until next week, stay safe. And remember, together we make a difference. Thanks for joining us today on the Inspirational Australians podcast. We hope you enjoyed listening. 
and have been inspired by ordinary Australians achieving extraordinary things. So it's goodbye for another week. Remember, together we make a difference.